Welcome to Trek Companion. This is episode 303. I'm your host, Brian Williams. I'm Adam Caesar. I'm Stephen Embry. And today we're going to kick off Star Trek Lower Decks third season with the episodes Grounded and The Least Dangerous Game. Grounded, season three, episode one. Original release date, August 25th, 2022. Directed by Jason Zurich, written by Chris Kula. Guest cast include James Cromwell as Zephram Cochran, Carlos Azuraki as Les Buonomigo, Phil Lamar as Alonzo Freeman, Bobby Moynihan as Carlton Dennis and Gavin, and Carrie Walgren as Sylvia Ron. The Sorrentos remains in space dock, impounded for further investigation. Her crew on temporary leave while their captain stands trial. In the latest shocking development, new surveillance footage revealed from the attack that appears to place Freeman on the ground at the time of the bombing. Mariner enlists her friends on a rogue mission to exonerate her mother as Captain Freeman faces a military tribunal for the destruction of the Paclid planet. Dude, are you even listening to what I'm telling you? The captain's getting railroaded, man. I have to do something before it's too late. Well, count me in. Really? Usually it takes way more convincing. I'll do anything to get away from these raisins. It's already going to take me a month to get the smell out of my hair. Steve, kick us off on Grounded. All right, Grounded. So uh, this will be the first time I think we have a legitimate cliffhanger in this series. Um, So we get a bit of a um, last time kind of thing in in the uh, form of a news broadcast type, you know, type presentation. And so uh, what's funny about this, of course, is that it has very little to do with uh, rescuing her and the, the actual rescue is told off is you know portrayed off camera and they narrated in you know a comical fashion like in the kind of stereotypical with guest stars even the hypothetical guest stars that we'd all be excited to see in the show you know later on but um in you know in the style of this show what's fun is that uh, you have the jokes you have the, the the stuff for the fans like we got the whole first contact amusement park and there's jokes about you know references to other amusement parks and some of the stuff they do and uh so, you know, it, it, it's a lot of fun. They pack in a lot of stuff. Uh, and we even get some, you know, some developments that are going to carry over things like at the end when Ransom is given some kind of oversight over Mariner versus, you know, instead of just being with the captain. So that creates a new kind of tension. So I think it's I think it's a good start to the season. It's a lot of fun and uh, I'm excited. It's it's great. Oh, boy, do I want to go to that amusement park. Mm. <laughs> They could just do it like in virtual reality. I would do that. I would go to it in virtual reality. Give me that. Give me that. I had no idea James Cromwell was 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 going to be guesting on this show. That was that was yeah, a fun surprise. Fun. I'm surprised that didn't leak or somehow I didn't see it. And like nobody, people were kind to not put that in reviews or even because usually there'll they'll even be some annoying thing about like oh another show that I was watching where I saw a headline that said Blake show brings back. An old villain. I'm like, well, I didn't want you to tell me that. It literally came, they literally put it online like 10 minutes ago. Give me a couple of hours to watch the damn thing. Anyway, um, so I'm glad that nobody even said anything. I didn't know anything about, and all of a sudden, when he says that, something about first contact, have, have a first contact with fun, I think is the line, right? I'm like, God, that really sounds like like uh, James Cromwell. <laughs> Cromwell. <laughs> and then by the time we get in the shuttlecraft, it's like, oh yeah, that's him. So aside from the fact that I really want to go to there, Adam, your first thoughts? 
Um, yeah, I'm in agreement. There's there's tons in here that for for fans. I mean, I think we were commenting on the um the last episode how they you know filled it up. It was kind of like a you know you know action packed um episode. You know, we didn't really have anything to what it was about. Um, you know, we were talking about that um lower deck. You know, they kind of pushed the line with that episode with what the show is and where they were going. You know, and then they and then they bring it back bring it back home in this episode, you know, you know, there's so many references, Boimler, you know, picking grapes, you know, a la, you know, Picard, you know, after his Borg incident and, you know, they, they make the funny, you know, they're not making wine, he's making raisins and I love, I love the little bit in there. There's all these girls that just want to get with him and in there, you know, just kind of comes out of nowhere. It's like, it's just, it just makes you, you know, they, it just makes you laugh and, you know, then they go to Cisco's. So there's just, you know, and then we've talked about the, um, the, amusement park you know i immediately you know thought of jordy when he was um talking to cochran and you know describing the statue, the statue that the statue yeah. so it was like oh you, we finally get to see it so i mean the show gets back to what it is in this episode and they you know and they do it very well they pack a lot in this episode and a short you know we say it over and over again they pack so much into these episodes and it still has a nice rhythmic flow to it um there's there's good character development in here. We find out a lot about Mariner and her feelings about her mom. And one of the things I also kind of enjoy about it, you know, you were talking about, you know, you get the newsreel star Trek. We never really get to see a lot what's happening on earth. We get little snippets here and there. And I, I kind of enjoy that kind of like what's society, what is going on in society. And it's kind of nice to see like, Oh, well they still kind of have a, you know, the media there, the the TMZ type thing, you know, the gotcha type thing. So, I mean, you know, I think they're making a comment on like how our society is today and <clears throat> they're bringing that into, you know, their, their century. So I, I always enjoy when we get to see snippets of earth. I don't think it would work to have like a whole series that just took place on earth and we got to see everything that worked on earth. I think it's more, I think it's better that we just get glimpses here and there about how, how things are going on earth. So, I mean, overall, I mean, I really enjoyed it. it it's, it was a good season opening season and it was a good um second episode to the cliffhanger that we got before and like have so- we been on earth before in this show i always feel like there's something obvious i forget i don't recall off the top of my head but well it looked cool it looked neat i like the whole bit about that why do we have a bridge nobody drives <laughs> <laughs> people like the bridge <laughs> i like the bridge <laughs> Yeah, it was fun seeing Earth. I, I always feel that way in, in, in shows, Star Trek shows that don't take place on Earth. When we go back to Earth, it's always cool. I was, It's always disappointing. The original series never really did it. I mean, not in their contemporary time anyway. They did it when they went back in time or something, but I, I always enjoy that. It puts a big smile on my face when I hear the first contact theme, yeah. too. I mean, they really they played it over that whole sequence. I almost don't want another show to go to Bozeman. Because if they go there and they, we don't see all this same stuff, then you're screwing with canon. Because I want to believe that that is what it is. I, I just love that it was a cheesy amusement park that you would see in, mm-hmm. you know, in Montana right now. You would see, I mean, you know, you, you think about this, you know, advanced civilization, we're going to the stars, and then they just kind of bring it home to this cheesy amusement park with the, you know, they got the Vulcan ship there that people are sliding out of and the the bar, you know, it's just, it cracked me up. It's like, well, yeah, how much are humans really going to change, you know, three or 400 years from now? They're still going to have their cheesy amusement parks and that kind of thing. Uh, I did feel a little bit like I was more into the first half of the episode than the second half. And I, and I don't think that's because, just because of the... Star Trek references and James Cromwell and stuff. It just felt a little bit more interesting than the resolution 
having to do with those nondescript creatures mating on the hull or whatever they were doing. <laughs> um, and then it all just kind of ending in the shuttle bay, I guess. And then Captain Freeman just coming in and explaining. I mean, I, th- I feel like that was part, part of partly a joke or intended to be humorous that, yes, of course, you just have to trust Starfleet and it was all going to be okay. But, you know, there's a teeny part of you that feels like there was a mystery or a mission. And Well, that's what we would have seen in other Star Trek shows. We would have yeah, seen that. Yeah. We would have seen that whole episode with Tuvok and, you know, the, you know, the investigation and the mystery and that kind of thing. And I think that's probably yeah. why they, you know. So probably if I watch it a second time and at that point I would not be <laughs> expecting it or waiting for it, then then it would be more satisfying. But it, is, it's, it feels a little bit, you know, abrupt or something like the like the end of. um Money Python and the Holy Grail. It's like, wait, oh, wait, oh, this—that's not the movie you said it's going to be. Is not what it, how it's going to end. You know, I just need to accept that. But yeah, it's a—it's a minor comment. There was a moment in this episode <laughs> that I realized it was reminding me of Star Trek Three, and of course, then I loved it. You know, you got this super small crew. Uh, amazing, by the way, that at first Mariner starts flying the ship by herself, and of course, you're like, wow, that's a really good automation system, like a chimpanzee and some uh, trainees could do that but then you know the the, our other three lower deckers get on the ship but it's still just the four of them for a moment there i thought the four of them are going to steal this ship together i didn't realize they were going there to stop her necessarily maybe i missed that line but you know they would they stole the ship from space dock and it was starting to feel like star trek 3 obviously i enjoyed that they could have played that music too when she was stealing yeah they could have (laughs) cut to james james b uh (laughs) sicking inside is he still alive oh i don't know what is this episode about? Well, I think what they were kind of coming down to is trusting the system. You know, that was, you know, the main thing kind of going on early on, you know, trust Starfleet, trust the system, trust the judicial, judicial system. It'll all work out. But, you know, another common theme that I that I took from this episode is the um, the camaraderie of these four characters, what links they'll go to help each other. And, you know, it's they've done that quite a bit, you know, this you know the show going into its third season and i think they kind of they they hone this in at the end of the second season that this feels like a family it, it feels like you know, the the next gen crew felt like a family the deep space nine crew felt like a family not this crew definitely to me now feels like a family now and they kind of hone that in you know they're, they're going to be there for mariner they were going to do what they had to do to help her or stop her from making a huge mistake. So that's kind of what I, I took from it. Yeah. It's kind of that old story of she's, you know, she wants to help out her mom, wasn't wanted to involve other people and they were willing to make that sacrifice with her. We've seen that kind of thing before, but it's, yeah, it is there. And uh, it's a, it's a good thing to open the season with that notion, you know, cause it's still about these four characters and, and their friendship and, so forth so and i kind of think this is the first time we've kind of seen mariner break down right in front of her other friends that i could think of right well it's yeah it is a good development for the character that we do see she's willing to um you know open herself up more as the the series goes on yeah the vulnerability yeah it's fun to watch new star trek Mm -hmm. you know sure we just went from like season two straight into season three in our podcast but it's always exciting to watch star trek that you've never seen before yeah, and that you actually like. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> All right, let's do six degrees for grounded. Do I have to keep making the qualifier that I'm very often just asking trivia these days, and not so much six degrees, even when I could? I wouldn't think so. Uh, Steve, 
James Cromwell plays Zephram Cochran. Name the actor that previously played the character. This is, I'm going to know when I hear it, but I don't think I'm going to be able to come up with it. I did know this. For the record, I did not have to look it up. This is cool, one cool. I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying <laughs> I think it would be jerky of me to ask a question that I would have to look up. <laughs> uh, no, I, I know I'm going to know when I hear it, but I, I, I knew just this was a tough here. question when I asked it. Somebody's listening right now. I'm like, that's easy. So, <laughs> <laughs> Adam? I remember the episode from the original series, but I do not remember the actor's name. What's the name of the episode? Uh, oh, <laughs> it's Metamorphosis. <laughs> the, the actor's name is Glenn Corbett. Oh, okay. Glenn Corbett. Yep. All right. Nobody gets the point. Moving on. The Least Dangerous Game, Season 3, Episode 2. Original release date, September 1st, 2022. Directed by Michael Mullen. Written by Garrick Bernard. Guest cast include J.G. Hertzler as Martok, Troy Baker as Sherwin's, Nolan North as Lars Lundy and Crouch, and Paul Shear as Andy Billups. In a dimly lit room, Martok boasts about his glorious life as a Klingon warrior and how his accolades have guaranteed him a place in Sovacor when he dies, as he has honored his house. He then asks the viewer if they will do the same. The Ensigns play their game as Tenzi notes how nice it is to be together without anything major going on. While Mariner is a bit frustrated as Commander Jack Ransom has been watching her every move, and Boimler decides he's going to start experiencing new things by saying yes to every new opportunity. Billups, these space elevators use Federation standard measurements, right? Uh, we've run into a little bit of a diplomacy problem down here. <gasps> you dare enter the sacred hall without an exposed navel? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. What's going on down there? It sounds a little tense. Uh, well, I don't know how well you know Delaney religion, but we weren't wearing the right outfits in the right place, and now the locals are getting pretty testy, so maybe, sir, you could, uh, come down here and help smooth things out. That would be great! Ha! I knew it! All right, let's go. No can do, Billups. What? We still have work to do up here. Show them your belly buttons. You'll be fine. Uh, we tried that, and it just made them angrier. No, look! Our B-buttons are out and about! Just explain that we respect all cultures and, you know, morality and the Prime Directive and all that stuff. Okay, I'll try it. Adam, get us going on the least dangerous game. Obviously, this episode starts. It's Martok. I mean, come on, it's it's great. You know that whole the tease. You know, doing the whole thing, and then obviously they're playing a you know a, a Dungeons and Dragons style game. It's very clever and really felt like a reference to the. Remember that VHS Enterprise D game? That's what I thought they were going for. But I'm sorry. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so, I mean, it's great, and then they kind of modernize it, you know, they're rolling the dice, and, you know, Martok, you know, is the number. It's it's really clever. It was a clever way to kind of open the show and, and bring Martok in it and, you know, have that cameo in it in a different way, because, you, you know, we were just talking about um, Co- Cochran in the first episode, you know, he's a hologram, and so they do these clever things to bring them in, you know, normally, you know, it's, you know, going back in time or a holodeck or some sort of, you know, this kind of... Like I, like I was talking about in the first episode, we don't really get to see society in on Earth. And I, I love that, the, you know, it's a game that's, you know, sold and, you know, they're enjoying it and it's kind of Dungeons and Dragons style. So, I, I mean, I really enjoyed how they brought Martok into this into this series and, and gave him a cameo. Moving on with that, I mean, I really enjoyed this episode, but I, I, I didn't, I'm, other than Martok, I don't know if I would find it memorable. 
you know, it's, it's a good transition from what, from what we, what we got from the first episode, you know, Mariner is dealing with her, with her being placed under, um, ransom, you know, obviously, you know, her, her mother, the captain said, you know, she's not objective and she can't, can't be in charge of her anymore. So she puts her under ransom and, you know, they go through the whole, that, that whole bit and they're on this planet and they're doing engineering and ransom's trying to make a point. And then we kind of got the funny bit on the planet with the engine, you know, kind of reverse roles. The engineers are going down there and doing the, um, diplomatic stuff and they get into trouble and obviously mariner ransom they they don't they're not great engineers so they're not they're not fixing the the ship so and the whole boimler scene being hunted it's it's hilarious i mean i i knew i was going to end i knew it was going to end sort of that it was kind of obvious that this guy wasn't going to kill him but i mean just the chase it was it was fun to to see so this episode's fun and i think it's a good continuation of what they've started going into this third season um, so overall, I enjoyed it. I, I think that I think I enjoyed the first five minutes of the episode most with with Martok. I think during the hunt, it's really sound. The score really sounded predatory. I really, <laughs> I, I think they were That's what they were going for predator stuff in there. Uh, Steve, your first thoughts? Yeah, I thought I thought it was fun. I think it's. I agree that it, that it seemed like it was referencing that um, CD-ROM game from the '90s or whatever. <laughs> you know. Um, and uh, it's very meta that way, right? Because not only does it feel like it's referencing that, but they have this... Oh, yeah, it was CD-ROM. I was thinking VHS, you're right. It was CD- this uh, Dungeons & Dragons kind of vibe, which is also more now because of another you know show that's been out for a few years and such that people reference. So I think, I think uh, that's interesting. I do, I do think that it's one of these... There is, there is some kind of warning signs here that it's, it's, it is very good, and it's a, lot, it's a lot of fun and enjoyable, but... It, this series does run the risk of getting weighted down in itself. You know, if you start getting really involved in, okay, let's carry on the notion she's under ransom and that's a thing. And they, they, they do a good job, but I think what TV series, I think in Star Trek have to watch for as they progress is that they get weighted down in their own backstory that they don't like have something solid to say something, uh, something new and something, uh, uh, you know, a tale to relay and a moral to, to say, you know, each time, because if you pack every minute in with references, that's going to get boring and get like everything else, you know, at some point, but, but overall I enjoyed it and it's, um, you know, it's a lot of fun. Did you want to work on your abs afterwards, Steve? Did you do some push-ups and sit-ups? Oh yeah. Always. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the, uh, what do they call that? The, and the parachuting down, like from Star Trek 2009, the name for those suits, didn't they? I don't remember. Oh yes, it looks like some kind of suborbital diving somewhere or another. Yeah, but... I almost asked uh, Six Degrees what the other character, what the guy, the red shirt who died in that scene. That's a little too too random. Yeah, I kind of, I see what you're seeing, saying, Steve. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of hard to say for sure. You know, it depends on where this where the season goes, but yeah, they've kind of, I kind of feel like they kind of have to start explaining more in this season about Mariner. And cause you know, there's a little bit of a, still of a mystery about her. I mean, mm-hmm. cause she clearly has this history in Starfleet where she was at one point, like, you know, on the, on the fast track to becoming, you know, she was a badass and she was on a fast track to becoming, you know, command and all that stuff. And then something happened to her where she just decided I'm going to just do the least responsible job and be at lower decks. And so we haven't gotten those. I don't, I haven't felt like we've gotten those answers. You guys might be a disagree that that part of her character, we've gotten little glimpses here and there. So I'm curious if they're going to go into that more with her this season. That last episode 
wasn't that the first time we've actually seen her interact with her father? I think. I believe so. Yeah. 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 Definitely, it's the first time we've seen him like in person, right? I think we've only seen him, right? You know, over a view screen or something. I like the dolphins to brought the dolphins back. But I agree with you, Steve. If they don't, if they don't delve into more of what what her character is about and her and you know that that past and why she's chosen to be a lower deckers then it kind of gets it kind of gets repetitive and it's kind of like you like you like you said you kind of just box yourself but in. it's a fine line because this show is not hyper serialized kind of thing you know this show is not we're telling this one story over the course of the season you know that's not the show they've made and the, the show that we like so i mean i i think it's a fine line you have to be careful not to go too far and so far, I feel like they've done it. I'm not saying they do, a, um, you know, discovery. discovery. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I mean, you know, they can throw, you know, they could mm-hmm. throw it in there here and there. And and I think they've done a good job of it so far. You know, you get glimpses and pieces here and there of her character. Well, yeah. I mean, we've talked about how even though it is light and it's fast and it, you know, it's entertaining, they they do manage to get character development in there and there is a progression, you know, to some extent. So they they've done a good job of that so far in the balance. I was half wondering that moment when Mariner is in Ransom's office near the end. I almost wondered if she was gonna admit to him that she did start to leave or did attempt to leave against his orders. But she didn't. That seems in character for her. She I think Boimler might have said some meta stuff. <laughs> uh, another thought I had in this episode was whatever they call that orbiting orbital station where the elevators were that Ransom and Mariner were trying to fix. Like the wide shots where you kind of see all the different levels and all that stuff. Like, wow, that's really, it's a cool design. It's really dense. And, it, and you, I kind of thought, yeah, I don't think they were, were doing this level of visual design and flair and detail like when the show started. You know, so it does feel like we've they've improved, and we're only you know at the beginning of season three, and they've they've take already taken things up a notch. Yeah, it's I mean it's a pretty show. I mean it's it's simple. It's it's literally the only of the new Star Trek shows that is boring old sixteen by nine, like it's two thousand and five. But it looks good. We commented on the you know the the battle scenes at the the battle scenes at the end of season two were yeah. phenomenal, especially with the music that they were throwing in there. They very made it very cin- cinematic. Mm-hmm. I like that we see the Billups and Rutherford mess only <laughs> remotely. I don't, they don't actually cut down to the surface, no. right? No. Not until Mariner and Ransom get down there. What was the season one? Maybe this is one of your questions. What was the season one episode where Wesley, that, that world they went in next gen, that kind of reminded me Justice of Justice or something like that. Yeah. That's what it kind of reminded me of that, that, that episode. Or he destroys he fell the plant, plant or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible episodes. <laughs> and I think sometimes about it's like looking at my my physical media film library. Sometimes I look at it and I think there are movies in here that I'm probably never going to watch again before I die, <laughs> <laughs> which is a depressing thought in a way. But yeah, I think about episodes like the one you just brought up. I'm like. I don't think I'm ever going to watch that again. <laughs> well, it's funny. I mean, you know, back then, what they were doing 25, 26 episodes, you know, yeah. and I mean, at least five, you know, you got to, to be honest, there's probably at least five or six of them that you're like, mm, 
<laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's the nice thing about. I mean, you know, I'm, we're we're highly complimentary of um, Lower Decks, but it's ten episodes. Yeah. And, you know, and I think Steve and I agree. I mean, this is a good episode, but I mean, it's probably not going to be. It's probably going to be one of the lesser. I'm my feel. My bet would be this would be one of the lesser episodes during the season because it's the second episode. They're just kind of coming out of a cliffhanger. They're just kind of kind of starting to get into season three. Um, I, um, I do like that we didn't we didn't spend the first two episodes just wrapping up that story i like that we're already already in the second episode you know it's a normal lower decks episode with the with the minor exception of that we're you know picking up the thread of of ransom and mariner but still yeah i like it i mean that's the thing you know i loved having 20 25 episodes of star trek to watch when when i was younger and even now but i mean it's a it's a catch 22 there's a plus and minus you know with 10 episodes you know if they were doing 25 episodes of um lower decks i'm sure there'd be some in there were like man <laughs> but what's going I, on there <laughs> you know i i re uh I, I turned paramount plus back on for for this right and um they had a they started that new deal now for an extra couple bucks and you can get showtime on there and you don't have to install a separate app or something so i thought i'd give it a shot and i saw among other things yellow jackets which I've only I've heard such amazing things. I'm like I'll probably try that show if I went into that show because I know it's only got one season and there were 26 episodes for one season. <laughs> I would just remove it from my queue. <laughs> I keep trying, you know, HBO Max. We talked about it. You know, they've got that new HD kind of remaster of um, Babylon Five. As long as there wasn't an effect shot, <laughs> then it's in HD and it's pretty. <sighs> I mean, that's what that is. I can't. It's, it's, you know, 20 some odd episodes every season for many seasons. I'm like, God, I just don't think I can do it. So what I was telling you, I wrapped up season three of Orville. I think the first two seasons were like normal broadcast, at least close to 20 episodes. And this third season was just 10 episodes and it felt right. I don't, it's kind of weird. It's like, I like 10 episodes now. It's, it's good. You don't have these, you know, like I said, you don't have several filler episodes that you kind of feel like you wasted yeah. your time watching. Yeah. Oh, one thing we hadn't mentioned was I essentially like how the command level folks were watching YouTube videos with the equivalent thereof in order to repair stuff. That was very realistic and of our time. <laughs> what is this episode about? Well, obviously, it's about experiencing new things. I think that's kind of the theme that they were kind of going through. Maybe that's not obvious, but you know, you have Boimler and the, the B side of the story. He's trying to take on new opportunities obviously so he could climb the command thing you know he he did the, the singing and you know he obviously volunteered to get hunted and in the a story with um mariner and and ransom it is kind of a it's a it's a new thing for her because she actually she doesn't do the whole episode but she actually has to follow orders and kind of walk the straight line with this with with ransom because she doesn't have the leeway which she does with her mother so it's kind of a new thing for her and, and the obvious the obvious part about it is ransom and her doing engineering work while they send the engineers down to do the diplomatic work so it's about new things new experiences um learning new things that's what i took from it yeah i think i think that's the the whole uh, notion that fish out of water a little bit and learning new things but also that sometimes it's it's not the the most efficient or the best way to go to do that kind of thing. You know, some, if you're better at something, you know, you make a team to do that. You're trying to teach, Ransom's trying to teach her some kind of lesson by switching things up or whatever he's doing. But, um, you know, it's, it's all in good fun, but, um, I think there is something to say there about that, you know, that, that you should, there are such things as specialties and making a setup as efficient as it can be to get the job done. But, um, 
I, I don't I don't think this one has as solid as a what it's about, kind of like the first one. You know, I think it's again, that's it's why we made that comment early on about it being potentially weighted down a little bit. I mean, it's nothing. I, this is nitpicking, you know, in a very good series with, you know, consistently good episodes. But those are my thoughts. Also, was this the first time we've seen a selfie in Star Trek? <laughs> don't know. Let's do six degrees for the least dangerous game. Adam? Yes. J.G. Herstler plays Martok. Name the last Star Trek episode where we saw Martok. Um, what was the last episode of Deep Space? Um, I can't remember the last, episode, last name of the episode of Deep Space Nine. That's what I was going to guess. But that, that might be a trick question. might not even be that one. So I don't know. I'll let Steve have it for the day. Oh, man. Why am I blanking on that? Just a second. If that's indeed it, right? It is. Yeah. What we leave behind? They're so close. Ah. What you leave behind. Ah, very good. I'll give you a half a point. Half a point. <laughs> half a point, which is enough point to five. win. Point five. <laughs> that is enough to win today. All right, so we've got uh, Lower Decks Season 2. Or, excuse me, Season 3 is uh, up and running. It's an exciting week if you're a physical media fan. We're all getting our 4K Star Trek feature Blu-rays. Maybe we'll talk some about that next time. So much fun to watch a Star Trek episode that you have never seen before. And we're going to do it for the next, uh, what, four podcasts. So that'll be cool. You can send us an email, trekcompanion at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at trekcompanion. Thank you so much for spending half an hour with us. And until next time, take it easy. Bye, guys. See ya. I passed it.